0: All right, are we all ready? Yep. All right, everybody. Uh, well, well, welcome to the Human Podcast. Still, no new names because any time I come up with a new name, you know, the girls are like, "That's a dumb name created by a dumb man."
1: It's okay. There's plenty of stuff.
0: We, we can just call it like you know, the Pussies Podcast. Mm-hmm. And it, it's just like do like a uh, cat versions of each of us. Like my wife's like a little like frilly pink cat.
2: I'm sorry, but I'm a ragdoll.
0: Yeah, ragdolls well, can be pink. You no, can, like, they don't come in pink. You can color them pink.
2: Oh. Pink isn't a coat color for ragdolls.
0: Oh look, Courtney has like a a light up fucking cat. She
2: has her very pretty light yeah so pretty sorry guys i had to see the other one
1: for some odd reason oh my gosh
0: but so yeah there's there's no new name yet eventually it will come eventually i'll come up with a name that's so fucking good that they're like holy shit yes that honestly that never happens like everyone is just unsatisfied With their podcast name because I see something else that's like way fucking cooler and like, man, I want a cooler podcast name. So it'll probably never just change. Mm. I'll probably just upgrade the podcast. Huh. I am working on getting another podcast running, a uh, third podcast that is done exclusively with comedians. At a new comedy location here in Colorado Springs called The Funny Pages. I'm getting myself more and more integrated with this comedy club. And I'm very excited. So if you're ever in Colorado Springs and you want to see some, you know, comedy, come on down to the funny pages. Sign up for a mic. You know, and if you're a comedian, call in, get booked. So it's just opening doing its soft open still getting all the kinks knocked out but this place is gonna be awesome it already is um let's go ahead and start off with the first thing
2: i'm so proud
0: yeah like my my wife's like my husband is like doing basic shit he's like you know going to try and live his dream and i'm gonna have to support him when his dream fails. And he's sitting there crying because... It's not man, going to fail. No one laughed at his joke. Yeah, no. I, I trust me. I've had days where no one laughs at your jokes. A- and everyone that I know...
2: I'm very sorry to inform you that I have complete faith in you. Deal with it.
0: Like, all the, com- pretty much all co- comedy is is sticking with it. If you're willing to stick with it and go hit a bunch of fucking mics every goddamn week and, you know, continue to improve your craft and get better, then yes you are going to get you know opportunities and i do have a few opportunities right now that i'm not gonna fucking blow and just continue to do shit. um i feel kind of bad because uh, i was actually due at the comedy club tonight but you know they're only having like a teenage mutant ninja turtle party and i'm like i don't know nothing about them i know shredder and that's about it
2: and i talked to you into saying home
0: yeah my wife just wanted me home Um, But the first thing, I just introduced my wife to OpenOffice. I don't know why no one has ever heard of OpenOffice, why no one ever uses OpenOffice. Everyone uses Microsoft. But Reddit recently fucking changed how everything looks, and I don't like it. Websites and programs, stop moving shit around. We don't need you to do this. Just keep it the way it has been forever and ever and i will stick with you forever and ever open office has my business forever because it's free number one but number two it looks like the old fucking microsoft word and microsoft excel and microsoft powerpoint
2: it's so beautiful and simplistic to look at
0: so if you're looking for an easy way to do all that open office it, it's fucking top notch, okay?
2: And no more of those absolutely hideous shades of blue.
0: You do lo- lose your little clip art, buddy. Whatever the little, little paper clip. And it's like, hey, I can see you're trying to write an essay. Let me fuck that up for you.
2: Things so- that were taken from us.
0: Yeah, the only thing I ever used it for is I like right click on it and back animate and it turned into like a paper plane and fly away or whatever. Yeah, that was his only
2: job that was his only job to
0: distract children from doing their work no it that's made how, work
2: less tedious that's how he was a e- little stimmy thingy while typing
0: that's how easy it was to distract kids back in the day you just you know big hey look it does this shit
2: it was a reward
0: but something that is not a reward um, paul rubens has died
1: who the fuck is that? Paul
0: P- Paul Rubens was Pee Wee Herman. You know, the ha-ha, you know. Have you never seen Pee Wee Herman? Pee Wee's Playhouse? No. It was such what? a goofy show. You would have loved it.
2: I don't know. too fun? Sometimes too funny gets cringy for me. I hate dumb humor.
0: It, well, it's not dumb humor. It's like it's a children's like education show. It's like the word of the day. And like they had a black uh, post office woman. It was an old show. Oh, wow! yeah i mean it, it, it was a good you know good show that you know he, he wore like a suit and was kind of like a dork but oh wow you know everyone loved him he got caught jerking off in a porn theater and people crucified him for it i'm like he was in a porn theater not not just, like, you know, watching fucking some basic movie. He was in a pornography theater. Let the man be. Like, apparently you're not supposed to jerk off in those.
2: Wait, this is a thing? Yes. What? Mm-hmm. There are movie theaters yeah. that do porn?
0: Yes. Do they? Yes. Like,
2: is there a movie theater? Like,
1: where?
0: I'm pretty sure, like, San Francisco. There is also like porn booths where you can come in and like you know put in a dollar and like the fucking screen starts playing porn and you get like time by yourself. You're not supposed to like jerk off in there, but people did.
1: They actually have like um, booths where uh, like you can go in person, like it's a cam girl, and you're separated and stuff.
0: Yeah, I mean they have that like at porn sh- at porn uh, not. Uh, Stripe clubs. Yeah. They're, they're just like uh, giving me like adult movie theaters. Um, I, I don't. Well,
1: it's probably not a thing anymore.
0: Oh, it's. It, I'm damn sure it was a thing. The 1960s. Um,. They showed exotic movies exclusively in the late 1960s and early 1970s. San Francisco opened one in
2: 1969. But that's that's just 1991
0: though. Oh yeah, in Sarasota, Florida. You know, back when I was a child. That was when I was born is 91. So that's when he got caught fucking doing all this. Really? Yeah, this was in the 1980s. He was doing Pee Wee's Playhouse.
2: Oh wow! I just keep hearing Pee Wee's Playhouse. Pee
0: Wee's Playhouse. I
2: know, but I can't unhear it. It's all I see here.
0: But but it's it's sad because you know he he was, yeah he got caught just jerking, at like a porn theater they they might not be quite as fucking popular well, anymore because you can just fucking do it on your phone I don't at this know why, point but
1: you guys like based
0: out yeah probably because the internet um
1: yeah
0: but yeah so rest in peace paul rubens you're a real one and they fucking dragged you down for no good reason
1: mm-hmm. they did
0: yeah more bad news No, so it was
1: probably because he was like worked with kids.
0: I don't think there was any kids in Pee-wee's Playhouse. It was just like puppets. Kind of like really? Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. Yeah. I think it's your internet. Cuz you're you're cutting out now. You think it's
1: my internet? Yeah. I have four
2: bars.
0: Yeah, I have like fucking full bars. Like, the router's right there.
2: I mean, it is storming outside.
0: Oh, whatever. So, passengers were stuck on a plane for seven hours with no air conditioning, no food or water. Um, so, seven hours, and the U.S. Department of Transportation is investigating. And a TikTok that has gone viral, I'm um, critic care nurse Christine Larimanoe Yeah, it's just United Airlines doing United Airlines shit. Like, let's just put it how it is. You booked a flight with United Airlines, United Airlines, and American Airlines. You get what you pay for. It's like Spirit Airlines, but you pay too much. They're bad. They're bad fucking planes. We had elderly people. We had babies. We had pregnant woman, not even water. You didn't even pass water around. Um, yeah, fucking just break that fucking pregnant lady's water and you'll have plenty of it. Hmm. Oh, yeah, they're in New, New New York. I can't. Why can't I say it? New York? No, Newark. Oh. Because I'm like looking at it in E-W-A or car, it's Newark. Newark. Um, they say it weird over there on the East Coast. Um, yeah, they it, it got delayed for seven hours and canceled. I'm sure every fucking person on there is going to get a big old payout of like a few thousand dollars. I mean, I would hope so. They have to. they ain't, ain't no fucking way. The passengers were headed to Rome. You know what? No, never mind. Fuck all these passengers. These fucking richy hoity-toity assholes fuck them all i i i I wish that plane would have just blown up on the fucking tarmac oh
1: my god never
0: mind i didn't
1: automatically assuming they're all like rich
0: they're either rich or italian so fucking either or they're both all of them are horrible and if you're leaving newark to go to rome yeah go fuck yourself oh my I know. I'm. I'm not. I'm, I've never said I was a good person. Yeah, you're cutting out bad.
1: I don't understand that. why.
0: I don't either. I, like when when you said that. You're like fine, but yeah, someone had a panic attack. they were vomiting. Dumb but I, I i love the fact that they're just sitting there and like we had to sit in a chair for seven hours and we're victims i'm like so oh no you had to sit in a chair for eight hours. like yeah fucking mexicans have to like sit in a fucking box truck traveling across the country for like 20 hours with no food or water and like that's your own fault for not bringing food or water on the plane You should have overpaid at the fucking concession stand, and you didn't. You wanted to be a cheap asshole, and it fucking paid off. Oh, my goodness. I don't feel bad for these people anymore. I I originally did, because I saw the fucking story ahead of time, and I'm like, oh, no, these poor people. Going to Rome? No, never mind.
1: Oh, my gosh.
0: You're going to get to Rome and get into your limo and then get to your, you know, five-star villa or whatever the fuck you do. You know, Rome is not a free place to visit. If it was like Puerto Rico, then I'd be like, oh, no, these poor people. But yeah, no, it's Rome. More bad news, because I I love starting off with the bad news. Um, Yellow, a 99-year-old trucking company, has shut down, putting 30,000 truckers out of work. Or at least 30,000 people out of work. And good riddance. That's all I have to say. Those trucks were slow as fuck. Okay? I, I i had to deal with them all the goddamn time. Like, I had to, like, drive around them and flip them off. It was exhausting. My middle finger has muscles now. Are you, are you kidding me? Yeah, they, they were, you know, in a battle with the Teamsters Union. And uh, they're like, you know what? Fuck y'all. You know, we shut down. Because... Unions are good. They're great things when they don't get too greedy. Like UPS is going to be the next one to shut down. Take my word for it. They're either going to have, they're either going to overwork every single fucking UPS worker or shut the fuck down completely. Cause there's no fucking possible way that UPS can afford to fucking be having all these fucking truck drivers at full time, making $49 an hour or six figures every fucking year. Or what they're going to do is they're going to raise their prices fucking crazily. And it happens every fucking time. Yeah. I, I don't know. That's like. They're going to have to. It's not a
2: bad amount of money to be able to make.
0: No, it, it, it's great for those truckers. Yeah. For well, for the meantime.
2: I mean, don't you feel like they should be paid that at least?
0: If you've earned it. If you fucking put it in your time to make $49 an hour cool but you sit in a truck have no touch freight you know drop and hook done i i like i i honestly don't care you're not an ice road trucker you're not doing anything crazy i don't think really there should be anyone making a hundred thousand dollars a year even ceo especially ceos and corporate assholes Cut them all out, and yeah, go ahead and pay everyone a hundred thousand dollars a year, or no one. You know the amount of fucking people I know that make you know under twenty thousand a year, and you're like, oh, we're gonna pay them a hundred. It sets a precedent for every other trucker and every other trucking company because now they're looking at UPS and like, well, you're they're paying them this. You know, me as a trucker, you know, I've been working seven years. I make about $70,000 a year. No problem. I do work overtime. So it's awesome for me personally because I've earned what I, you know, make. And I'm not sitting here complaining like, I don't make enough money. Boo-hoo for me. I, I make plenty.
2: Yeah, because you're making plenty.
0: But... Yeah, you see like these, you know, union fucking reps coming in and be like, you need to pay them more. And then, you know, the union reps go to these people that just got paid more. It's like you need to pay us more now. Your union dues are, you know, coming up and they just went up. I feel like these big
2: companies can afford to pay employees more without having to raise raise their prices.
0: Yeah, but they, okay. they have, you know, people But that- they're
2: not going to do that.
0: UPS is a publicly traded company, so they have to, you know, do certain things to, you know, pay out their stocks to make their stock prices not crash. Because if the stock prices crash and all that, then guess what? Every single one of these truckers that are making $49,000 a year, gone. Or $49 an hour, gone. Get the fuck on out of here. And, you know, they they have a couple options. One, they can, you know, start going hard as fuck on all these full-time truckers, on all these full-time UPS people to make it to where now your life is fucking miserable and you're watched 100% of the time. You know, have like an interior dash cam, exterior dash cam. You're watched 100%. And if you make a mistake, like touch your phone, oh, that's against the law. We're firing you for breaking the law.
1: Oh my gosh!
0: And now you're blackballed from the industry. Enjoy that. Hope the fucking forty nine dollars an hour was worth it.
2: So, our main doctor at my clinic, um, she the she was upset because the UPS guy who came in wasn't hot, and she was like, "It used to be studs and duds," and I'm like, "What the fuck?" He's like, "Yeah, just they just like let any person work for them now," and I'm like. You're mad because he's not hot And she's like yeah
0: Okay I, I can do this right now <laughs> You know like I, like I would talk to UPS dudes all the time And yes you, You're making a hundred thousand dollars A year you know working Your normal fucking hours like A bunch of them were You know but it was hard fucking work And you had to you know work a little bit extra And, and now they're like Yeah let's just give it to them Just give them all a hundred thousand dollars And it's like okay Who do you think foots that bill? It sure as fuck ain't going to be these companies. So guess what? When you go fill up at that gas station and now you're like, holy shit, it's 50 cents more expensive now? It's like these truck drivers deserve $100,000, don't you think? When you go, you know, grab your groceries and it's an extra $300 for your grocery trip, we need to pay these truck drivers, don't we?
2: Why do poor people have to be punished for being poor?
0: No. Like, pretty much... You know, everyone's rallying around these fucking truckers that, you know, don't really want to work. You know, like I've met a bunch of good UPS drivers, but it's like there's a bunch of like really shitty ones, too. And honestly, Amazon's going to take over everything. And they're just going to cut everyone down to part time. Here, enjoy part-time. Here, enjoy part-time. Now you're making $21 an hour working, you know, 32 hours a week. Have fun making ends meet. And even if you do fucking, you know, they bump you up to $40 an hour, it's like have fun making ends meet working 30 hours a week. You know, it's $1,200 a week minus taxes. That's less than me.
2: So who are you mad at?
0: I'm kind of mad at these union fucking reps that are, you know, sitting here crying fucking like babies that they're, you know, people aren't making anything. It's like union reps are just fucking predators. They're sharks in the fucking water. Honestly, if you could just have, you know, people come in back, we're rising up. We want to fucking, you know, you know, talk to you and you just like elect one person to, you know, be the Spartacus to go up there and fucking talk to, you know, the bosses then cool. You know just you know collectively hire a lawyer collectively do all that shit but yeah there shouldn't be like teamsters you know like anytime like i tell like a experienced trucker that i'm a truck driver they're like are you with teamsters i'm like no not
1: why what is what's teamsters teamsters
0: is a union that fucking represents truckers Um, usually over in the east coast but you know it's around and what would happen is uh back in the day because teamsters has been around for a long time is when a truck would come into town that wasn't with teamsters they would do you know shady shit like slash their tires wow yeah i'm like so you're coming in You know, trying to undercut their business, and they're just working as a gang to protect their fucking, you know, employees. And like, look, we're just, you know, protecting our employees and doing what's best for our employees. But people that want to, you know, make individual money, go fuck yourself. And so they're just middlemen in between, you know, the paycheck and the employee, and they just want that paycheck to be as high as possible because guess what? If that paycheck is higher, the union dues are higher. And you have to pay the union to be in the union.
1: Yeah.
0: But the cool thing, you know, about being not a part of a union is you can, you know, go individually, you know, talk to your boss about it. If you don't talk to your boss about a raise, then you're never going to get it.
2: Mm. But it's kind of nice to have a guaranteed raise, though those
0: raises been the what
1: when you've asked for a raise how much have the razor raises been
0: a dollar to two dollars an hour yeah I started at 12 I'm like making 26 an hour now mm-hmm. so I how, how,
1: how long did it take you to get up to 26
0: seven years and I'm due another raise coming up so I'll probably be like 28. You just have to fucking put in your time. I like I hate when people are like, I want to come in now because it's. You well, know. I
1: mean, what if someone was hired at the same rate of pay as you, even though you've been there that long?
0: It, it pisses and me. And they though.
1: had the same experience as you did when you first started.
0: It pisses me off when they fucking you know hire these greenhorns that last two months and they cry and complain and they fucking quit. And they like hire them at the same fucking rate that I got hired. I'm like, no, put in your fucking time. I get that you need to make some money, but put in your fucking time. You know, at least get a year in before you're fucking making what I'm making. But that th- I use that as fucking leverage. So I'm like, you're hiring these new kids here at like, you know, $22 an hour. I've been here seven years. I should be making, you know, 22 plus seven. You know, twenty nine, thirty dollars an hour, bare minimum. And then you know, I can use that as fucking leverage. I'm like, cool, like we'll give you that. But they have a fucking budget that they have to work within, and you know, divide the money up evenly.
1: Hmm.
0: You know, like I, I, like I'm privy to that because, you know, like. I've been with the company long enough to know the ins and outs and shit like that that goes in, but it's like they have a certain amount that they can spend, you know, to like do certain things to like add upgrades to trucks or do this or do that, you know, and if they want more, they have to go to corporate and beg for it same thing with any fucking company that works for a corporation if you want something cool you have to go to corporate and beg for it and say this is the reason why we need it and they're gonna sit there and tell you no you don't need it make do with what the fuck you have and while corporate fucking stashes all that fucking money into their own pockets And they're like, look at us. We fucking made a bunch of money. It's like, yeah, but at the fucking, you know, suffering of your employees. And by the time that, you know, they really figure out what the fuck's going on, they're already fucking gone in their Ponzi scheme. They don't care anymore. They've already made their millions. They're sitting on a fucking beach in Tahiti fucking sipping margaritas. They do not care. And now these fucking companies, and now the economy, and everything is fucked up because you let fucking corporations sit here, get greedy, and ruin everything. Mm -hmm. That that, am I wrong on any part there?
2: No, literally, we just went to corporate and begged for like twenty three hundred dollars worth of new monitoring equipment, and corporate said yes, but oh, it wasn't it was annoying. We literally had to go beg.
0: Yeah. Not, like that shouldn't be a fucking thing get rid of corporations corporations like corporations are just people that are able to borrow money for a cheaper rate from the government so they don't actually have any of their own fucking money they just go borrow money for like you know 0.2 percent interest from the government they're like hey give us money and then they come out you know buy these companies now they owe them you know government money back they pay off the government and then you know now all the profits that your company is making go to them and now all their job is is to make that business as profitable as possible by cutting costs here cutting costs there oh do we need that oh cool we don't need that oh do trucks actually need all those tires they don't need all those tires fuck them
1: mm-hmm.
0: and and so that's why fucking yellow is you know shutting down because they're like you know what? Fuck it. You know, we're, we're not going to, you know, sit here and get bullied by, you know, teamsters. I'm sure, you know, the corporate fat heads over at Yellow are going to sell all the assets. And, you know, be like, okay, bye, everyone. Have a wonderful time. We're not fucking negotiating with terrorists. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Th- th- this just gets, you know, under my skin because I am a truck driver. And, but it's not the first time any, you know, mega carriers shut down another one pops up in its place you know it's it's fine oak trees yep
2: i feel like if
1: if the company makes a certain amount of profits that they should have to give you um a percentage of it to all their employees
0: i mean some of them do some of them don't you know, like some of them have, uh, um, profit sharing like we used to. And if we hit certain profit margins, like, um, I think it was last year I got like a $6,000 check. Like, here you go. We hit fucking record profits. I'm like, hell yeah. And it's like, here's $6,000 in your bank account. Like, okay. Oh, wow. yeah. And then he got rid of that and gave us all a 5% uh, raise. And they're like this covers it right i'm like if you know you don't get record profits then yes Um, if you do then no and it seems like you're trying to aim for them record profits again because you did not enjoy giving out like all your full-time employees like six thousand dollars sounds like that sucked for you a bit yep but in you know Great news for me and bad news for other people. Andrew Tate Romanian Andrew Tate's Romanian house arrest has lifted.
2: Who's Andrew Tate again?
0: That bald dude that's kind of like mean to women. Oh, I find him hilarious.
1: He's, he's stupid.
0: You know, eat a dick, Greta Thunberg. Ha ha ha. Oh, but no. yeah, he's a controversial influencer. You know, Ooh, Yeah, no, he he's just like a fucking you know badass that you know made a bunch of money. And, you know, girls wanted to fuck him because, you know, he's kind of hot, you know, for women. He is? Yeah, I mean, yeah. he has money. But, yeah, he's so, so good But yeah, he, he got released. He's like, fuck yeah. Yeah, he's just a misogynist. So he's, like, never going to bow down to women, which you shouldn't. but you know he's he, not
1: bowing down to woman it's just treating them like an equal not like a slave
0: it's just he has like a bit of to- toxic masculinity but mm. I like him he, he shoots from the hip he tells it how it is and uh, he doesn't apologize for shit so he's kind of like me he's an asshole but it's like when he makes good fucking points he makes good fucking points And, you know, people are like, he's, but he's misogynistic, though. And it's like, yeah, but he makes, he's eloquent, spoken, and he makes good fucking points. Quit fucking crying that, you know, you're getting beaten in an intellectual conversation by a bald man. So, yeah, he's out. Good for Andrew Tate. Good for his brother. Hell yes. Good job, guys. Real OGs. And uh but on to better news, something that my wife I'm sure will love. I will. Um Denver plans to convert a hundred and ninety-four unit, um, twenty-six million dollar hotel in the city's next homeless shelter. Um yeah, the city would start uh leasing its complex to the Department of Housing on September first. So they have a big old giant uh Best Western um, 194 units and they just be like, hey homeless people come here
2: I'll wow. be very interested in how this plays out
0: um, they're just going to do a bunch of fucking drugs in the hotel turn it into a fucking you know trashy place to be
2: yes some and- of them most certainly but not all
0: o- honestly what they should do is like oh, okay L- they like, should
2: drug test them
0: No, no, like, don't drug test them. Like, some of them will pop up for drugs. Hey, if you want to live here, this is a drug-free zone. This is a drug-free, drama-free zone. So if you come here and start fights or start drama or do drugs here, um, you will be kicked out and you will be charged to the fullest extent of the law, which means you will go to jail. So if you come here and try to... But then
1: they still get free living quarters.
0: In jail, I mean,
1: some people do that on purpose.
0: Not many, they break though. Breaking the
1: law on purpose.
0: It see, here's the thing: like most people, you know, have like this romanticized version of jail, where it's like not that bad, and it's like, oh no, it is awful in jail. Like, like it, it's not as bad as you know the worst nights on the streets, but it is awful. Like every day is equally awful in jail. You know, you're fucking watching your back, making sure that someone's not going to just come stab you to get initiated into a gang. Um, That you don't have a corrupt guard just sitting there just to make your life miserable because he knows he can pick on you. And if you get initiated into a gang, because sometimes you have to, you know, that's tough shit. But 194 fucking people are going to get off the streets. And, you know, if it's like a family that fucking lost their place, sure, not a problem.
2: Exactly. Some, but not all.
0: So, you know, get like the good fucking homeless people, the ones that are just having a tough fucking time. Get them the fuck off the streets and the rest of these fucking trash rats, you know, fucking let them die. Uh
2: See, if you don't address the mental health, the mental illness part of drug addiction, it doesn't help those who need help the most.
0: Here's the thing. I, I... I
2: mean, at the same time, also, you can try to help them, but like
1: they have to decide that they want the help. Yes, exactly.
0: I mean, I, I've done, dealt with a ton of drug addicts. I've dealt with a ton of drugs myself. And I enjoy having shit more than, you know, doing the drugs. I, I do think about meth all the fucking time. And I see why people ruin their fucking life over meth. I get it. I fully fucking get it. You feel like a god there for a bit. Hell yeah, you're up and you're like focused and you know what you're going to fucking do. Hell yeah. Ugh. But, you know, I, I was able to get out. I'm like, I can never touch math again.
2: It's much Aww. easier to be able to make the decision to want to change yourself when you have the tools readily accessible to you to you in a safe environment. It's much easier to make the decision as opposed to when you're in survival mode.
0: I mean, you're not really in survival mode. You're just on the streets and you're like, oh, wait, I, I don't need all this, you know, fancy shit. All you need is something over your head to protect you from the rain and the sun. And, you know, you need you 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 find out real quick, like, oh, wait, food actually doesn't cost that much. You know, the majority of my bills, like about 90 percent of my bills is like insurance, housing. Um, paying for, you know, you know, gasoline and shit like that, paying for the utilities. So if I didn't have to pay all that shit, I I can get away with, you know, collecting cans and, you know, getting money from the government. Because the government's going to be like, okay, yeah, here's three hundred dollars a month for food. I'm like, all right, fucking cool. It's like. Make food stamps conditional. Make them so you have to get it like three months at a time. Here's three months of food stamps. Um, go, you know, apply for jobs and give us, you know, names of jobs that you've applied for and you have to apply for, you know, say 15 jobs. That, that's a respectable amount of jobs that you have to go apply for. And they call three of them randomly. Hey, did this person fucking show up and apply for this job? Yeah, you know, if they're like, "Yes." Um, it's like, "Did you interview them?" It's like, "Yes, and they butchered it." Then guess what? When you go to get your fucking food stamps, they get reduced. I I don't say cut them off. Reduce them. So instead of getting 300, now you get 200. It's like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa. What happened to all my fucking food stamp money?" It's like, "Well, it got reduced because you're out there butchering, you know, you're your job interviews on purpose so you don't have to work. Now if you would go in and get a job, then it's fine. I, I'm saying, go ahead and help you know, people that need help. But if they're not sitting there willing to help themselves, I don't see you know, a need to go out of my way or spend taxpayers dollars to fucking you know, help people that do not want to work and don't want to be a part of society. Yeah. If you want to just walk down the street, fucking doing fentanyl for ten years, go ahead and do that. But don't ask for my fucking help. Don't be like, "Hey, can I? Can I get?" Unless you truly want to fucking, if you're done with that shit, you're like, "I'm done with doing this fentanyl." You know, I want to see my kids. I want to see. You know, I want to get my life back together. Then you know, go do that. That's what I did. I was fucking homeless, living on the streets, and then you know, my wife was like, "Yeah, I'll fucking date you." And I'm like, "Fuck, I need to get a job." And he got a job. I I applied for. Okay, I was originally going to be a huge piece of shit. You know this?
2: Yeah, you've told me this many times. Continue. I love the story.
0: Because I, I I applied for one job. I applied for a job at Walmart. You know that way. You know eventually when she comes down and is like, "Hey, um, are you ever going to get a job?" I'll be like, "I'm applying everywhere, babe," and there's just nothing hiring. No, I got the fucking first job that I applied to. <laughs>
2: And he went to the <laughs> interview, and he got hired, and he worked.
0: I worked for like three years there. And I'm like, oh, it's <clears throat> it's not hard to fucking get a job. And people be like, I'm homeless. So I don't have an address. Make up one. They're not checking. They don't care. Yeah. You know, ju- or you it... can
1: churches let you use their address.
0: Yeah, there, there's, there's plenty of fucking other ways to get shit done. It's like, just don't be a huge piece of shit if you're going to be homeless. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to be a huge piece of shit and be homeless, then yeah, fine, fucking die. I don't care. So, you know, hopefully, you know, this fucking, you know, makes a significant impact in people's lives that need it. Um, chances are they're not going to really, you know, take that much care, um, not much oversight. And they're just going to be like, yeah, do whatever the fuck you want with it. Here you go. Here's an old Best Western um that got uh, bankrupt and uh just shove a bunch of homeless people in here so we don't have to look at them
2: uh-huh.
0: yeah I'm like interview them make sure they have good references what? you know and just be like hey you fucked up you have a three-star policy here just like recovery houses you know because there are recovery houses that do have cheap rent for people that are trying to get back on their feet getting out of jail getting out of drugs all that sort of shit. And they're like, hey, I, I want to reset my fucking life. They'll take you in.
2: Yeah, those things are fucking cool.
0: You know, they have, you know, chores for everyone to do, things for everyone to do, a support group that surrounds you with people that know exactly, you know, what the fuck you're going through. And they're there. So to... why do
2: you have sympathy for these individuals, but not for the homeless people? Like, what is the difference here?
0: It, well, if they're fucking doing drugs and, you know, being a piece of shit on the street, I. You know, they're homeless people. Uh-huh. But if you're wanting to change your fucking life, mm-hmm. if you're wanting to get off the fucking streets and stop being a piece of shit, okay, cool. I can work with you now. You know, yeah. anybody can fucking, you know, make that leap. Any fucking homeless person can make that leap from, you know, okay, you're a worthless piece of shit to, okay, I can now work with you. It's a very easy leap to make. And.
2: But you're putting all these hurdles in the way.
0: All you. The only hurdle is you have to want to fucking help yourself. You have to get serious about it. Like the way I'm fucking serious about doing comedy. You know, I am fucking going and hitting four, you know, mics tonight. I'm not moving to New York. I'm not that fucking serious, but at least I'm putting a foot forward and not, you know, doing comedy once and be like, why is not Why am I not a famous comedian yet? No, I understand that I have to fucking put in my goddamn time being a comic. I've been a comic for the last year. And, you know, going up on stage, eating shit, bombing. Okay, cool. Um, and then continuing to fucking march forward. Continuing, boom, boom, boom. Hit mic, hit mic, hit mic. You know, hey, you know, what's your name? Oh, you're a comedian too? Fuck yeah, let's be friends. You know, come on, you know, show me what you know. Cool, cool, cool. You know, what do you think of my jokes? Oh, they're terrible? Yeah, I knew that. Cool. Put your best foot forward stop being a piece of shit and you know i'll be like okay yeah i'll fucking help you but holding a sign anything helps god bless go fuck yourself you know we'll work for fucking food we'll work for fucking money um you know we'll fucking do whatever the fuck you need done
2: but you give those people those signs money
0: no i don't give them money okay but like if they need you know some shit to get done as, uh, and if i'm like hey i need this to get done help me out here okay cool You know, you worked for me. Here's some money.
2: Have you ever once done that?
0: Yeah. How'd it go? Really fucking well. In fact, I was one of those people. I fucking went to a dude's um, place um, as a homeless kid and I worked for him for like two weeks because he had a big old giant property and he needed it all fucking, you know, weed whacked down. And I fucking weed whacked down like a bunch of fucking acres. And, you know, he paid me, like, uh, like, 500 bucks for, like, the two weeks and uh, room and board. It Well mm-hmm. worth it for me. 100% well worth it for me. And well worth it for him. I'm sure he got off on a killer deal.
2: Oh, yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah. But, you know, he was fucking polite to me. And I'm like, it, you know, it's not the money. It's the principle of the thing. You fucking went out of your way to help me. Cool. Thank you. So. Mm-hmm. But talking about, uh, you know, retarded people. Let's go ahead and move on to the next story. Um, Somalia's athletics chief was suspended after a woman who was not an athlete ran a painfully slow race at the World University Games in China. What? So I have the video. Let me uh, share this video with Courtney. Um, Oh. Yeah. This is share this here is this video <laughs> still running 100 meters
1: <gasps>
2: what no where are they from um,
0: mm. it, it was the um, Somalia's athletics chief like wow. they, they let like their uh, niece or whatever fucking run and they were not prepared for that wow what I'm sure... What
2: happened to the person who was supposed to be running in the race?
0: No idea. Um, But it's just hilarious because, like, there's, like, a longer version of the video where it, like, shows them all getting ready. I'm like, who's going to be the one that's running slow? And, like, the race started. I'm like, oh, (laughs) that (laughs) one. Yeah, the Somali fucking, yeah, the athletics chief... Yeah, they're over in China. Um, not even the frame. Immediately after the 100 meter race began, the woman finished about 10 seconds. Um, finishing about 21 seconds. Like, I'm sure like if they like made it like a fucking thing. We're like, hey, here's a bunch of untrained fucking people. Or here's someone that's untrained so you can see how fast these fucking people truly are. Like, if they did it like that, and, like, here's someone that, you know, wants to get there. It's like, here's where they start, and here's where they end.
2: Okay, so they're talking about—I can't say that word—nepotism. Um,
0: yep, nepotism.
2: So who was the girl, and who was she related to? That's what I want to know.
0: Um, She was— um this dude kaharjo adin dahir um the chairwoman of the somali athletics foundation
2: okay so that's who the chick is related to yeah
0: um i i don't think they even fucking release the name of whoever the fucking runner was but it's probably you know like their like niece or something is what i read earlier
2: oh my god there's got to be so much drama behind this
0: yeah, there was a r- relative of the <sighs> years and given a chance to compete because of it. Yeah, they did not know the 20-year-old was selected. Yeah, no, but, like, I'm... Damn. Good for them to, you know, do this shit.
2: Sucks to be them.
0: And... and more dumb news: An eight-year-old lets a venomous spider bite him to become Spider-Man.
2: Oh my lord!
0: Pretty sure this is in Bolivia because I've like already read this one. Um, but yeah, there, there's a uh, he made a black widow bite him. He like put it on his hand. It was like, "Bite me," and it like bit him, and like they took him to the hospital. Um, but yeah, he captured it in glass and took it home. I don't even, um, yeah. Someplace in Bolivia, Huluma. He searched for a spider under, stood under a stone to put it on the back of his hand to provoke it. Unpronounced name. it was a black widow. Um, a venomous spider known to kill young children. Yeah, you know, within three hours, he began to experience body aches and intense muscle contractions. Seizures. Um, his mother quickly took him to the hospital where he was treated. Um, the story was confirmed by um, Ernesto Vaquez. Yeah, but yeah, the boy recovered and he's doing well, but that's how fucking dumb Bolivians are.
2: Well, this is how dumb kids are. Kids so stupid need to not make it to adulthood. This is survival of the fittest shit right here.
0: Eh, whatever. So now we're on to Am I the Asshole? One of the last channels on the internet to actually say that word. Um, by repulsive scheme 1359. Am I the asshole for giving my future mother-in-law three days to pay me for a new wedding dress, or otherwise I'd show the family a photo of her wearing it? Um, so I'm getting married to my fiance soon. I bought a wedding dress weeks ago. Um, my, his, my future mother-in-law kept pestering me to try it on, but I firmly refused. I finally shut it down after she offered me $100 to let her try it on. Her reasoning for persisting so much? She said it was because of her love for the wedding dress and her obsession with them. Oh, my God. Fast forward to yesterday, I came home from work early and found my fiance at home. He freaked out after seeing me and prevented me from going into my room while trying to text someone on his phone. I opened the door and was shocked to see his mom standing there wearing my dress. Ew. I instantly pulled out my phone and took a photo of her. Um, she and my fiance freaked out after I told her that she needed to pay me for a new dress in three days or else I'd show the whole family the photo. She started crying and then left. And my fiance blew up at me saying, I can't be serious. And I overreacted just because his mom wanted to try the dress on. No harm done. But I refused to listen to him because in my opinion, the dress should only be worn by the bride and the bride only. Quite frankly, I felt disgusted looking at the dress again. I don't want it anymore, and I think it's fair that she pays me after ruining it for me. He yelled at me and told me to wake up and stop treating his mom as if she was the enemy. We had a fight after he failed to get me to back down, and he's been staying with his mom since then. I felt awful, but I spent 3000 on this dress and worked hard to get it, and I can't stand looking at it. But people in my family think I'm escalating things and risking my relationship— with not only my future mother-in-law but my fiance as well, am Get I the asshole? Him.
2: Get rid of him.
1: I think it's much more than just the dress.
0: Oh, it's so like, much
2: more.
1: It's much more. It's like
0: a boundary. The,
1: what we've all seen TLC in tries on her daughter-in-law's wedding dress. Like ew, that's creepy. Ew. The,
2: the son I'm wanted, so wanted to see
0: his mom in it. It's like mom, that's marry like, me.
2: That's like the worst part, in my opinion like the
1: beyonce was there
2: yeah no he was guarding the door so she supposedly couldn't break in on them like he oh, was like gonna shit. see her wearing it
1: that? no way i'd be i'd be calling off the wedding that's that?
2: yeah what? no that's nasty you don't want to be
1: with a mama's boy like, uh-uh. that. like this is way more than the dress this is about the fucking mother yes like, and she's probably like done other weird creepy shit oh my
2: god
0: but it I, is $3,000. I, I it's so
1: weird how, like, some mothers can have, like, pseudo relationships with their sons and, like, get all weird and
2: fucking territorial. It's so fucking gross.
0: So, yeah, um, I, I would say go ahead and break up with your fiance because it's, like, some weird fucking incestual relationship going on there. Um, I hate to say it, leave them. But it is a $3,000 dress if the mother decides to fucking just fork over the three G's to fucking, you know, go get a new dress. You know, okay, fine. Here, enjoy your fucking dress now. You just paid $3,000 for a dress that you cannot wear.
1: Read the update.
0: All right, let's see what the update is. One second, my Update. Oh, my God, this blew up. And so I think I'd add some updates. My fiance called and I offer, and offered to pay for the dress himself so we can end the conflict. But he wants me to, A, hand him the phone so he can delete the photo himself. B, swear that I don't have any copies to use against his mom later. C, apologize to his mom. And lastly, he asked I quit his family chat group and log out of Facebook for at least a month. I haven't responded yet. P.S. He called with his offer slash conditions an hours ago, but I didn't want to include him in the post. But now I did. Also, I'm not sure if I'd agree because I don't want him to pay for it. I want his mom to be the one who wore it to pay for it, not being vicious but trying to hold her accountable.
2: How is LP not seeing this behavior? Let's like, is she, like is she blind to what's going on?
0: Let's see what the comments have to say. Moose Live. Not the asshole, but are you sure you want to marry this guy? He stood outside your bedroom and so that his mother could try your wedding dress on. Do you think he'll ever stand up um, for you against her? Um, edit, thanks for the awards. Um, also, I think the incest suggestions are way off base. He's just an asshole he can't say no to his mother and is prepared to deceive OP if it will shut his mother up his mother um o-t-o-h i have no
2: idea what that means on the other hand
0: um is controlling manipulative and deceitful and probably be an absolute horrible mother-in-law um should Op choose to go through with this marriage um But, yeah, send the photo to everyone invited with the announcement that, regretfully, you'll no longer be participating in the wedding, but you wish the couple the best.
2: That'd be fantastic.
0: Not the asshole, but the problem isn't just your, you know, future mother-in-law. It's your fiancé. He let her in. Thank you. He was going to lie to you, um... And hide from you that she tried it on he is defending her actions Speak he up. disrespected your belongings he didn't care about your feelings he doesn't want to show you he doesn't want to care about your boundaries he decided his mother wanted to try it on it's more important than your feelings and that won't go away when you're married personally my petty self would call off the engagement and they announced him to be the picture of his mom in the wedding dress Stating, unfortunately, I cannot marry blank. It appears he's already married and emotionally committed with his mother. Hit him where it hurts. Um, at the bare minimum, you should postpone so you can respect your boundaries. Um, Yeah. So do um, just. Oh, God. I don't know how long you've been with this dude
2: far too long if op still is op still doesn't fucking get how fucked up this is this has been going on for very very long time and she's been blind for a very long time and i'm starting to feel really bad for op so especially if they decide to continue
1: quite honestly i thought you'd try to plot play devil's advocate with this one saying oh it's just a dress you could try it on
2: no 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 no. my wedding dress is sacred the only person who is ever going to wear my wedding dress is me
0: i can't wear your wedding dress
2: no, no. you i'm not able to wear your wedding dress i'm sorry courtney but no Aww. so it's sacred so but it is, three... it is so pretty
0: but it is a three thousand dollar dress if the mother just fucking pays for it it's done there. i
2: saw a similar one of these where the mother-in-law tried on the dress but then it ripped and like she destroyed it yeah yeah no she purposely did that
1: like there's no way she couldn't have known that that dress wouldn't have fit her the fucking bitch oh yeah i remember reading that like that made me so mad
0: all right so So. I forget the freaking thing on to relationship advice we you know on the last one at warning intelligent 25. Um, I, 37 male, just had a beautiful daughter with my partner, 36 male, last Tuesday. Congratulations, your life is ruined. Um, she is perfect and we absolutely adore her. My partner is so happy, um, and he was very supporting during the pregnancy and labor. Everything was so perfect, or so I thought. We'd only been together 18 months, red flag. And things moved quickly for us. We started living together after only three months. Um, and have been inseparable since. Ever since working in the same factory together. I, oh. Oh. I went on maternity leave. My partner and I both are recovering addicts. I have, oh. Good, good props, for Props,
2: props, props.
0: I have three years and he has two and a half years sober. Awesome. Um, we have both turned our lives around. Um and have a life I never thought possible.
2: Fuck yeah! There
0: has never been cheating on either side, um, but there can be some jealousy issues. Now that you have some history here, here's the problem. We came home from the hospital Friday, and I was exhausted. He immediately took the baby while I slept, and when I woke up, he said, I know I... I, You know I love you, right? I immediately got worried when he said he wanted a DNA test because he counted the days... um, when I got pregnant, I was in jail, and he was still on probation and driving without a license. This is not true. I got two pregnant two months after he got home, and the cherry on top is we were actively trying to have the baby. I'm devastated because he felt, he automatically, felt different about him. I was tired and emotional, and I just, so I just cried. He said he, he doesn't trust me, and he's angry now. He went yesterday to take the test and he paid $200. I'm not working, and that's money we need. Our baby has jet black hair, and he has blonde hair, blue eyes. Mine is dirty blonde. He just says he wants to be sure and has issues because of past relationships. I feel lost and unsure if I'll ever feel the same about him. I don't have anyone to talk to about this because I'm so embarrassed, so I came here. Thank you for any advice. Sorry it took so long. TLDR, me and my significant other actively tried having baby then after she was born she wants a DNA test. Need advice. Okay, you guys were both addicts and that comes with a history, a, a past, if you will, um, of untrustworthy fucking bullshit of shit that other people have done to you, fucking stabbed you in the back. And I can see where this dude is coming from. He Wants to be 100% sure. And we do have, you know, the DNA tests, you know, after this. Um, and I, I, I get where this guy is coming from. So he, he just, you know, wants to make sure that, you know, you and him are together. And, you know, sometimes bad math and fucking tiredness, you know taking account and the baby does have jet black hair and you both have blonde hair and he you know is letting you know evil thoughts into his brain.
2: Don't like babies hair change color by the time they're like 2 or 3 years old?
0: Yeah, of course. I'm like, always really so
2: confused when people like it doesn't like, look like him and I'm like it was just fucking born.
0: Oh yeah, my little brother, um Teddy, fucking when he was born like hardcore blonde hair.
2: Yeah, and now he's as dark as you
0: no it's, it's still a little bit blonde in there dirty blonde um but yeah it, it darkened up
2: i'm just saying that's a shitty excuse for shitty behavior
0: i i don't say i don't say it's shitty behavior i i, I say you know it it it's you know behavior that he was just worried that you know something might have happened and you might have fucking cheated on him and this baby that he's gonna have to spend the next 18 years fucking raising is you know has a possibility of not being his you know he went out and spent fucking two hundred dollars now you can go get a fucking job you know congratulations on being sober stay sober and fuck yeah rock on you know your world is, is not gonna be you know shaken you're just this was a bump in the road is what i say you know yes he had a moment of where he didn't trust you and because, you know, the baby's hair was not the fucking right color. Now. So
2: when I hear this kind of stuff, the thing that I th- the thing that shines through for me is that this person, if the child is not their DNA, they can't love it. And if yeah. they can't love something, not their DNA, then quite honestly, should they be love? like, it's kind of fucked up. They're like, oh, if you're not the X, Y, Z, I'm not going to love you. And that's how well, it's not
1: part part of it is is that you've been with this person and you you are trying to have a baby. You're not going out and adopting a baby. You're not going into the relationship knowing oh this this child we don't have a DNA connection. It's part of the betrayal. Yeah, cuz they cheated.
0: So but but the update is um they got the dna test they are he is a father um no shit 99.99 percent um and they and uh, she made another post um with a link to the old one hello everyone i decided to make another post for the for my update i added a link hopefully it works if not you can find it on my first post on my profile also i'm trying to uh, feed our baby using and, and using my phone so forgive any mistakes. The results are in and you are the father hello all sorry i couldn't resist obviously i'm not surprised and felt really good to be right we found out right before he was going to work and planned to talk about it this weekend he left and called and said please marry me this is something we wanted to do but don't have the money for it um i do want to marry him and spend the rest of our lives together posting on here really let me um look at the situation at many angles Most people said therapy or leave them, but there was a lot of great and helpful comments in there. Thank you, everyone. I'm grateful for all the advice. And we have decided to move past this because he has never treated me or my daughter any differently. Um, And he has provided everything we need. Um, This is the first issue we have had. I do believe the DNA test should be standard and no one should get their feelings hurt. He says he trusts me. and other than that, his actions have shown that I can see um, it has worked. Very, it's very hard for him to ask when uh, he could have done it without me knowing. Yeah, so good, good for you. Um, you know, thanks to you for everybody for you know being there. Congratulations, Op. You know, you fucking did it. You know, you're going to have a great fucking life with your baby and, you know, have all the challenges that that fucking takes. You know, hopefully you get married and everything works out great. But yeah, just like let the dude have, you know, doubts because it creeps into everybody. You know, just like a tiny bit. It's like, is that baby mine?
2: But why does it matter? Why should it matter to a parent whether or not their child is their DNA? Like I don't understand why that's important. It means important.
0: that if it's not, it means he ch- or she cheated on him, and she was not faithful to him. Like, how would you feel if I went and cheated okay, on I'm, you?
2: Okay, i no, I'm just saying, like, verse, like, even if it's like an adopted child, like, as a parent, why, why do you love someone with your own DNA, regardless of how the other person came so into the like family life? like,
0: Ben. For instance, like like, like, let's go there to a real example that we know. Yeah, you know, Ben has you know a few children at his house that are not you know technically his, but he raises them as if they are his own kids.
2: But does he love them the same as he loves his biological son?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Hmm. Which I find fucking wild, because like I've known this man for.
2: So why do you find it wild? Like, why are you surprised by this?
0: Because I knew him back in the fucking day, and I, I've known him. I've known Ben for, god, uh, fifteen years or so. Yeah, it's nice. I, I've known him for a long fucking time, and he's one of my best fucking friends in the entire goddamn world. And uh, yeah, I, I just, uh, I, I never saw this, you know, coming. But he, he fucking, I, I, I talked to him a lot, and he's like, yeah, no, I, I do love these kids. And he doesn't have to lie to me. He can tell me all his secrets, and he's like, yeah, no, th- like, these kids are fucking great, and I love them. And uh, I don't know where I'd be, you know, without them. I'm like, you know, like my dad, you know, he's not like my biological father, but he's still my fucking dad. He's still the fucking man that stepped up and he's like, you know, that's my son. So it's not the DNA. What it is, is the did she fucking, you know, cheat on me while we were together? You know, no. okay, we are good. We are solid. This is and yeah, DNA tests should just be fucking standard. You know, the father comes in. Okay, here's your DNA test. Oh, this isn't your fucking baby. And I guarantee you, fucking cheating is going to go way the fuck down. Or at least, you know, people are going to cheat with condoms now.
2: Okay, so I follow this, um, I don't know, channel, if you will, on how they identify dead bodies. Yeah. And, like, once they are, like, completely degraded, like, just, like, bones and stuff. And I found out that when I think they've had a found a pairing, they'll take a DNA sample from the mom and the dad to compare it to the DNA they got from the bone sample. However, apparently... They only run the mother. They never run the fathers because if because they don't want to because like it's one thing to be like, oh, we found your missing son who's been dead for years. Oh, by the way, you're not the father. Like they don't they're not going to do that to that family. So they only ever run mom's DNA to save him from that situation. But they'll take the DNA sample from the dad every time so he doesn't feel anti-quote left out.
0: Fucking... (laughs) that is great information to have it's like you know coming to the mother and be like your son is dead and, and like the dad comes in and it's like my son's dead he's like no not yours Her, your son is dead and she's like wait what it's like yeah this ain't his kid just yours crazy bitch cheating bitch <laughs> bam, bam. One, two. <laughs> your, your kid's dead <laughs> and you're a cheater. He's like, I've been crying for nothing. It's like, you have. He's like, I'm free. He's like, you are. You now here's a ticket for the local strip club. Go get yourself like a lap dance. You'll feel better in a day. Go rub one out. Hell yeah. But that's all we got. You know, we got a good relationship advice, a a good smorgasbord of news, bad news, good news, weird news, dumb news, whatever. Um, But we will be back next fucking week and the week after that forever until like I eventually, you know, rot into the ground or whatever I do. Or like I find out that I'm immortal and I'm just like sitting on a dead earth. You know, with, like, a microphone that's not connected to anything.
2: Oh, the microphone survived?
0: No, it's just going to be, like, a rock. Oh, okay. Because, like, the Earth's dead, and I'm just like, Hi, everybody, this is a podcast with Immortal Alex. Whoa. I don't know why I can't die. Aliens, come kill me. Oh, wait, you can't. That's right. I'm immortal. (laughs) I'm not immortal, by the way. Just so you all know, I will fucking eventually die.
2: I'm dying first. Call dibs.
0: I'll race you to it. Oh, my gosh. I know. But, yeah, we'll be back next week. Follow me Instagram tw- or X, I guess, now. Oh, God. Um, Instagram is really the place to come find me. Um, I'm starting to post videos there. I'm hitting more mics, getting a lot more recording done. Um, I'm going to start a, a sketch group. I don't know what I'm going to call it yet. And uh, I'm looking to start a second fucking... Or a third fucking podcast, but with comedians and that sketch group with the same comedians. Ooh. So it'll be fun if it fucking works out or if it fails. I don't know. I just have to find fucking reliable ass motherfuckers. that will just keep on coming in and keep on getting it. Um. But we at least I love when you come and visit my podcast and uh, say goodbye to everybody. Bye. Bye.